Hi there! Welcome back to the Conductor's Podcast Wisdom Series, and happy end of September! Oh my God, this year is almost over with three more months left, and we are almost at the anniversary of this podcast since we started in October last year. I wanted to thank everybody for being with me in this journey. I had no idea where we would go, where we would get to when we started this, and I'm so happy to share all these things and have great, wonderful conversation with many, many colleagues, some people that I've known for many, many years, or some new people that reached out to me, or people that admire for many. Years I said many so many times today because that's how excited I am. But there are some guests that I have admired for a very long time, and I finally had a chance to speak with them through the channel of this podcast and share our stories with our audiences. And this is one really exciting thing for me to do. And thank you so much. And today is episode number nine of the Connectors Podcast Wisdom Series. Which is a new series we started at beginning of this year, twenty twenty two, full of shared life experiences and, of course, wisdoms. Because in each of the episode, I ask the same question to ten people, so you will be hearing a wide variety of personalities, lifestyles, and experiences, and all the goodies. This month's question that I'm asking my people is your favorite thing about what you do. Without further ado, let's dive in. The first one answering my question is conductor Alice Farnham. She is an opera and choral church orchestra, a lot of thing conductor, and she, most importantly, she is the co-founder of the Women Conductor Program in UK. First, she co-founded with Andrea Brown and Molly College, and later they moved that to the Royal Philharmonic Society. It's still working really hard on providing various kind of programs for women conductors, and I really admire her. She is one of my role models, and she was also the person who pushed me through some of my、um, how do we say that in English, like the career transitions. She really helped me during those times. So we'll be hearing from Alice Horham. She is my guest from episode number twenty-six. My favorite thing, well, one is of course the music, and living and breathing this incredible music, incredible repertoire that just goes on forever. And the second thing is that I feel like I'll never ever stop learning. So I can't ever see a time when I'll be bored of my job. The next we'll be hearing from Aubrey Burgauer, and she is the founder of Changing the Narrative. Before that, she was the executive director of the California Symphony and had record, um, like 
my English is broken today because I'm so excited. But during her tenure with the California Symphony, she changed the model of how traditional orchestra, orchestra, traditional symphony orchestras reach out to their audience. And now she is turning her side hustle into her full time business. And she shared her experience with us in episode number 52. Favorite thing about what I do is moving people from a place of change. I really enjoy the paradigm shift. I, even when you were saying earlier, I used to think about, or I hadn't thought about it that way before. That's a paradigm shift. Or a paradigm shift for an organization is, no, we don't have to accept declining trends in our audiences. We can shift that paradigm. So moving a group of people to a shift that I take so much fulfillment from. Coming up next is my friend, Julia Baumanis. She is the assistant director of bands at Rutgers University. And in episode number 31, we talked about, you know, being a band, women band conductor or band director, as people like to say at the college level. And what is that like? My favorite thing about what I do is like producing concerts or events that are out of the box a little bit. So in grad school at FSU, when you're in that studio, you're in charge. One of you is in charge of running the uh, PRISM concert, which is like, it'll start with like the lights turned down and then like the wind orchestra is on the pit and they rise and they're playing a piece of music and the audience is like, wow, that's so cool. And then the lights turn off and then a spotlight goes to like the balcony and, and the audience is like, what? What's up in the balcony? And it's like a trumpet ensemble. And then the lights go black and then there's like a bassoon quartet and the lights go. And then it's just like, it's surround sound, wind and percussion craziness. So I produced that for two years and I was obsessed and I loved it. And then when I got to University of Central Missouri, they found out that I did that and they put me in charge of producing the president's gala, which is sort of like that, but with fundraising in mind. So I had the musical part that I put together. And this was all the Kauffman center, which is a really cool venue to produce a show in. And I had the, uh, I had the music component to it. I had a dance component to it because it was all performing arts sort of thing, a visual arts. I also had to like deal with the recordings of an MC, like one of the best weathermen in Kansas city was our MC and like also donors and taking pictures on this. So I love doing that kind of stuff. There's a series of really funny photos of me just like on my phone like this throughout the whole thing pointing like I'm a businesswoman because <laughs> I just like I get into this headspace where I'm like okay now you do this and you do this and you my dad was a first sergeant in the U.S. Army so I think I get that from him but my mom is also like that we're very like boom 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 delegate delegate do this do this so I feed off that kind of stuff so how that translates here, I'm new at Rutgers, but I really, really want to do a concert that speaks to climate change issues. And I want to ring in the Rutgers Gardens, um, which is like a really beautiful garden agricultural center. It's really big and it's pretty famous because we're in the garden state, right? So partner with them, partner with a chef who cooks with sustainability in mind, partner with scientists who talk about, you know, the carbon footprint issues and also talking about like, what does it mean for a carbon footprint to create a musical instrument? Most of our stuff is made out of wood. What are we going to do about that kind of stuff? So I love doing and producing things like that. That's probably one of my favorite things to do. It's 
somebody asked me like, what do you do for a living? And like the short answer is I run shit for a living. (laughs) So that kind of stuff, uh, sorry, I don't know if I could curse on your podcast, but that kind of stuff is what I live for producing some giant cool event. Next coming up, my dear friend and partner in crime, Dr. Caroline Watson. She is the newly appointed director of orchestras at University of Illinois at Champaign or Urban and Champaign. Um, UIUC, where Don Schleicher recently retired from. In episode number 53, we talked about conducting studies and what she looks for when she was taking conducting students. My favorite thing about what I do, I love working with people. So that's a big, that's a big part of it, working with people, connecting with people, and I think sharing music with people. And perhaps if it's music that the orchestra has not played before and or music that the orchestra has played, but I'm able to share a different perspective, a different interpretation, perhaps something that they hadn't seen or realized before, that's quite an exciting journey. That's also why I I enjoy teaching so much. And I think also that transpires and translates to audiences as well, you know, that they're able to be part of that journey and share that connection with myself and the musicians as well. Next is my friend Tiani Lu. She is the principal guest conductor of the Stavanger Symphony in Norway. And the episode number 34 was one of the most inspirational episodes that I ever recorded. It really changed me of how she sees this profession, how mindfulness and her meditation practice really changed a lot about especially like kind of the mental side of how I prepare and how I view myself going to work every day. I will now have different appreciation because of my conversation with her. So if you missed that, episode number 34 was a really great one. The best part of what I do is creating a safe and positive environment to paint the walls with love so that every musician in the room feels heard and feels valued and safe. That's my goal usually. And what tends to also happen in that moment is people bring the best that they are able to give. So that's what I love. Next is my friend, Lina Gonzalez-Clanados. She is the conducting fellow of the Philadelphia Orchestra and Chicago Symphony Orchestra. In episode number 38, she talked to me about how she organizes her time, her score, and her journeys when she is guest conducting so much between states, cities, and countries and continents. That was a really, really practical one. My favorite thing that I do, what I do, is getting to make new friends in new cities and meeting new people and new halls and learning every day that um, the power of connection through a language that cannot be spoken. I know it sounds a little bit corny, but I do do it for that all the time. Otherwise, it's not worth it. Next, you'll be hearing from conductor Sarah Yohandinas. She is a conductor of Symphony Tacoma. And in episode 42, she talks about the life of being a music director for an American orchestra while raising kids, having family, and developing your career. Well... It's just making music, really. It's being in that incredible moment where the music is transcendental and the whole orchestra is in sync and you can feel the audience also sort of in sync with what's happening. 
and if you have a soloist, that too. And it's just that moment where this moment in time is just, it's so powerful. It like transcends life in, in a way. And the effect of it is you just hope that everybody else is feeling the same as you do. <laughs> so yeah, it's just being in the moment. Coming up next, you'll be hearing from conductor Susie Sider. She is also an orchestra conductor, but um, her expertise is more in the pops and film genre, you know, the orchestra pops concerts, the films. And in episode number 29, she talks about her work, the tours that she took, and also systematic bias and some gender barriers that she had experienced in this industry. My favorite thing about what I do as a conductor is meeting the orchestra and talking to them. Because I'm a guest conductor, I really only am there for more like a week. But I love to unwrap gifts. I call them gifts. Orchestra members are gifts. Because every story is so unique and interesting of how they became that good at that instrument and how they got to this life. I'm a true extrovert, so I really love people and I love orchestra members as well. Like orchestra members, people in orchestras individually are my favorite part of this job. My friend conductor Maria Sensi-Sellner is the founder of Resonant Work in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And in episode number 45, we talked about how to create meaningful works for ourselves, for the artists that we work with and for our community. And what she had to share was really lovely. You know, I'm coming off of some really wonderful performances that had some fairly significant challenges involved, but it really underlined for me that my favorite thing is having a connection, you know, building a connection through music with the artists I'm working with. And then that reflects to the audience and the peak moments, the highlights, the the euphoria are in those moments where, especially in opera, you and a singer and you're making decisions right in real time in the moment, there's a potentially a little bit of improvisation that's happening, but you're doing it together. And it's like a beautiful dance. And that is often more possible with some artists than with others. And that for me is like the ultimate, I can feel all the, (laughs) all the, the good feeling (laughs) chemicals in the brain firing, you know, and along with that, I think working with a group of people, right chorus, orchestra. That's the other favorite thing, right? Here we are, we're all serving this beautiful, complicated art form and having an experience together. I mean, I think that that's why I do it. And that's also bundled in there as as my favorite thing. Last but not least is my dear friend, Cindy Johnston-Turner, who is the band director of the Ithaca College and University of Georgia before she took the position at the Dean of the Faculty of Music at Wilfrid Laurier University in Canada. In episode number 56, we talked about what is good conducting and also her leadership skills development programs. And it was a really, really great conversation. That was the one that I laughed the hardest (laughs) of all the interviews. The people I work with are incredible. Yeah, the people. Uh, amazing, amazing uh, community of people who are completely dedicated to innovation and students. I mean, can it get any better? 
And thank you, my friend, for being with me for this whole year. And I have really cherished every every single second here when you are listening to me, rumbling, talking to friends, colleagues, or showing you my soul. And this is everything that I had wanted when I was a young student. Someone telling me more about the industry, about their stories, and letting me know that I wasn't alone. And I hope you felt the same. I'm here with you anytime. And feel free to DM me on social media, or、um, you can email me at theconductorspodcast one word at gmail dot com. If you haven't already subscribed to the podcast, you will get a note every time a new episode comes out every Thursday, and. If you could kindly leave me a review on Apple Podcast, that will help me reach a lot more audience members. Thank you. Take care. Bye for now. Thank、you